Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 50 of It's All Fine and Dangy. I can say it this time, it's our 50th anniversary special. It is. We are halfway to 100. We are. It's crazy. Yeah, I think by the end of the year, we'll be almost at 100 if we continuously... Yeah, I mean, we're going to have a podcast every week. So we will be, I think it's like at 96 by the end of the year. That's awesome. So, so we have to have a big to-do for the 100th, 100th don't we? anniversary, get Snoop Dogg playing live or I'm something. I'm telling you, we need something. It's going to be great. Well, how are you guys doing out there? They're doing good. Okay. They told me that. So we've got some new equipment running, and I'm tinkering with some knobs over here. We're trying to figure out how to use an audio interface, or at least I am. And I I think I've got it down. I feel like it sounds pretty good. I also think I'm going to have to have Billy Floyd and the Commodore over here to help me to get it, uh, you know, just right. And the guys from the Kitchen Killers, because I am not an audio engineer. And uh, anyway, so... yeah. I'm happy with it, but, uh, you know, you know how it is when you got something new and you're used to the old thing. It's like a new car. You keep playing with the seat or whatever. So, um, yeah, like I keep playing with my notes here to see where my notes just went. Well, I can find them for I you. found them. So we, uh, the, the coffee shop of horrors in Mount Verde said it right that time. I think finally, I think so. They have opened up a new location and we went over to it. It was in, uh, it's in what? Eustis, Tavares? Tavares. Tavares. Yeah. I want to say Eustis, but it's Tavares. <laughs> and it's really Sounds cool. Sounds like you, huge. It's, it's, I can't do it like you do. Do it again. Huge. It's huge. It's huge. Um, but it's uh, really cool. It's much bigger than the other one. It's, uh, I mean, I love mm-hmm. the ambiance of the other one too, but there's video games there and. Uh, yeah, it's two different feels. It's, yeah. um, you know, one is more of like a very small kind of intimate feel. Yep. And that's the one in Montverde. And then the one here, I feel like is a little more um, for all different ages almost because they have the video games in there. Yep. They have little, a bunch of little seating areas. They have this gorgeous huge like game of thrones game of thrones table yeah oh that table is so cool and we went two days in a row so we went saturday night for the grand opening to watch the kitchen killers play and it was cool and then we also went sunday morning for coffee and a little breakfast and there was a group of kids at the table playing dungeons and dragons and and young kids and i thought that was so cool i think it's a very eclectic bunch in there because there, there were people in there drinking drinking beers yeah. and we were in there having coffee yeah because they have getting, alcohol too yeah there's like, people getting a danish mm-hmm. oh they have beer and wine in that one beer and yeah. wine and you know what they have is they have those um wine based vodkas yeah so it's actually wine yeah it's considered wine but they can do like a shot of bailey's in your coffee and or I can tell how you, cool we drink that sometimes at Wekaiva island with their bloody mary's and mm-hmm. it tastes like vodka it technically really is vodka it's yeah. just made a different way but uh nick is going to be on the show we're working out a time with him and uh-huh. we may go into the coffee shop and interview him but he was talking to me a little bit about his life and where you know where he started and where he got to and i don't want to ruin it but i also didn't want he's so such an interesting guy he really is but i also had to it's weird when you're in conversation with someone you really want to know more about and then you're like hold on stop i want all this on the podcast so (laughs) you want it to kind of be a surprise i'm sure nick has millions of stories that he could share with us though so um 
I'm sure there's not a lack of stories there. Yeah, I you agree. Know? But listen, all coolness aside, as far as the owner and the place, if you like really good coffee, and I'm not just saying that, you can. Angie doesn't like black coffee, and she can drink it there. I drink the Cuban coffee there black. No, it is not bitter. And the first thing he I ever told me- I put a little me, sugar in mine, but a lot of people that drink Cuban coffee put a little bit of sugar, little sugar in it. I yeah. didn't. And uh, the uh, first time I ever met Nick at the other location- you know me, I was chatting with him or mm-hmm. whatever, but he said, I took a drink of it and I said, wow, it's no, not bitter at all. And he said, coffee actually shouldn't be bitter. And they get their coffee fresh every, so I, he'd be able to tell you, but you can tell yeah. that it's in a great rotation. That's why they don't have mm-hmm. huge, big five pound bags of it. Yeah. They sell it in smaller quantities and I love that everything in there is themed. So hence oh, the name. Of course you do. Well, the, the new location has a different name, which we'll, Dan will get into in a well, second. you get into, because no. I can never remember the name of the cat. Is it Jonesy or Jones? Jonesy. It's Jonesy. Yeah, it's Jonesy's Escape. Is Jonesy's the name. Escape. Yeah, but everything is themed like thriller or horror movies. All the coffees have kind of a name that, you know, reflects whatever the packaging looks like. Yep. It's just really cool. And, you know, it's kind of decorated in that too. So if you're a fan of thriller, uh, sci-fi, anything like that, you will love this place. Oh, thriller. So speak, you reminded me. He is going to let me put some of my books in the original location. I asked him a long time ago and he said, yeah, bring them in. I just haven't had any prints, but now I have a shipment coming in. And he's like, bring them for sure. And, and your uh, covers like go with their oh, theme. Gonna, it's gonna, really it's great. It's going to seem like they were written just for the uh, decor in there because yeah. the covers look just like yeah. that. But So I'm really excited to get those in there too. And while I'm on that topic, uh-huh. the Apopka Art and Foliage Festival is coming up. Did I say foli- foliage? You said it right. I did. I mean, not like I say it. Foliage. <laughs> you say it foliage and I say it foliage. So both of us have it in a weird... And it's so foliage. It's foliage. But anyway, that is coming up on March the 27th? Nope. 28th and 29th. 28th and 29th. You have to register on the 27th. Oh, that's right. So, and I have, uh, you know, Angie's helped me with this, but I have a booth out there for my books Mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to focus more on the books out there. I think uh, we might reach out to Bill Files, see if they're going to be out there. It'd be cool to get on with uh, our friends over at WBZW, your hometown of Popka. And next to us, if this works out... Um, you requested this. Well, I I requested it from the uh, Apopka High School Alumni Association. I've been going to their meetings and helping them with the website. And they recently asked me to join the association, which is really cool. So they'll vote on that. And, you know, I get yeah. to be a, a member okay. or whatever. But um, Andy, who's kind of... I forget his position, but he kind of runs the... the he, he seems like he's running a lot of it when we're mm-hmm. there. But uh, he was going to go talk to the mayor and see where they could get set up. And it'd be cool if I could, you know, set in next to them. Yeah. And then we could kind of bounce back and forth. And I'll wear an Apopka High School alumni shirt, the one that I bought from yeah. there when I joined. And uh, I'll wear a, um, what do you do in the dark shirt? Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I say I'm joining the Apopka High School Alumni Association. I'm already a member of that. Yeah. So I guess it, they're, the, they're putting being me on, on the board. Being on the board is, yeah. is different. Yeah. yeah. It's a little more involvement, I think. Yeah. And I think... Uh, that's going to be really cool. But anyway, they're going to, we're going to be next to them. They're going to have a booth out there. If you're from a Apopka and you're alumni, come on out and uh, sign up and join the alumni. And actually, you can join even if you're in school still, which is really cool. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I do too. Um, and, you know, when we went out to the coffee shop this weekend, I, it's because I was out in Leesburg. To, I mean, we were going to go anyway, but I was out in Leesburg and I was house setting. Yes. And, you know, everybody knows. I've mentioned this before. Oh, yeah. It's like a zoo over there, that yeah. I watch and they right. have all sorts of lovely little, 
little fur babies that I get to take care of, but there's some sad news. I know. I so know. sad. The Lulu. So the, the little Chihuahua, she... She passed away. Yep. Um, she had been having some seizures and stuff. Yeah. She had one when I was there, not watching them, but thank God they were home and it, it happened on Monday and I was like heartbroken. She waited for them to get home. I know. You? That's what we were talking about. And they had said before they left, she was being like extra affectionate. And yeah. when I was there, she was super lovey and like even like being a little rowdy at night, which is not really her normal. Yeah, She's no, no. more just kind of sleeping all the time. Right. And, um, and then that happened on Monday and I got to witness it and I'm just, I'm very thankful it did not happen when I was there alone and that they were able to kind of be there and sure. know that they were the ones there yeah, very for her sad, last moments. But very sad, she but was a sweet little girl. Oh, I know. oh yeah. my goodness. And, 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 I know, called her little mama. That was my name for her. <laughs> a little mama. Oh, well, so everybody knows I'm afraid of dogs. And uh, I love dogs. I'm a dog person through and through. I want to hug every dog I see, but I'm also afraid of them. <laughs> I've been bit by a few dogs in my life. And, I, you know, I, when I go over there, all those dogs come at me. I'm like uh, traumatized by it. But <laughs> then when it's all chill and, you know, when I and came and sat on the couch and yeah. fine, it's awesome. But I remember sitting with Lulu and she... Um, you come over and snuggle up next to me. And you guys warned me that when you pet her, she's in such pain that if you bump any of her sore spots, she's going to at you. And she did that to me. And she has no teeth. So right. she can't even bite. She just sounds ferocious. She, she did that and kind of bit at me. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And then she comes over with this face came over her that was so yeah. sad. And then she puts her head under a blanket and will not come out for an hour. It's like she feels bad. Yeah, she does. It so. just shows you that dogs have emotions like that, though, because... Yeah, that that she's done that more than one time. Yeah, like she's even done that with me, where she's done that at me, and I'm like, no, right. and she hides, and then she'll come up after and you know, kind of yeah. apologize to you. So she will be missed. Oh, I know, she and was, I, and and my heart goes out to Kim and Martin because you know that's losing a pet's like losing a kid. Yeah. You know, it's and like, they're you know that's their family. That's right. not that's their child almost. Sure. It's not even like it's just an animal. So. Oh, man. You know, I need to turn my stuff <laughs> Dan off. Dan has his reminders pop up every time we're on. Uh, Jeez well, Louise. You know, you well, know. I have something. I get emotional sometimes when I drive, when I just start thinking about things in the world or just I. it's ridiculous. Was I Journey on? No, Journey was not on. But sometimes I get to overthinking stuff, I think. Okay. Okay. But I, I just started... Um, thinking that I'm very grateful for the way that I think today more than, you know, my thought process more than at any other time in my life. You know, we always talk about evolution, you know, and if our thinking isn't changing as we experience new things or meet new people or world events happen or whatever it may be, then why are we here? Why are we stagnant? You know what I mean? Well, you know, I've heard you say stuff like this and I, I couldn't agree more. If we're not, if we're not collecting information throughout our lives, because I, I, I think I'm like you where I feel the way I feel about things. I believe the things I believe, whether it be religion or politics, the two things we won't talk about on this yeah. show or things that are a little less important, but science, uh, which isn't less important, but you know what I mean? Just the, everything, yeah, everything course. I know. But the more I get information that I can validate is true information, which takes a little work these days, then I change. I, I change my thoughts yeah. because you, uh, my feeling is 
you're collecting information throughout your life. You should be bettering yourself throughout your until you're dead. The day, I think the, so too. The day before you die, you should still be collecting information and being on open your to deathbed. Change. That's right. And yeah. I, so I'll let you go on, but I I totally believe you. And I and I love when you say that. My brain always thinks you're going to say, if you're not evolving when you go through your life, are you really even alive? Oh yeah, that's kind of a cool way to think of it too. Because to me, the other you're stuck in time, and and yeah. I guess it's sort of philosophical. But if you're stuck in time, you're just waiting to die. Yeah, yeah, and you know, the, some of the things that I, you know, we always have to self reflect and you know, kind of ask ourselves, what do I like about myself? What don't I like about myself? Yeah. Because. It's okay to not like things about yourself sure. and want to change them. And oh. I think now I am more open and accepting than I used to be. I was very closed off and set in my ways and yeah. and just I don't believe in something. And, and I think it's okay not to believe in something. Sure. But I don't think it's okay to, to um, hate for it or you know what I mean get so worked up about it and I've been like that I still get like that about some things you know um, some of the things that I feel like I still need to improve um, and that I don't love about myself I think the main thing is judgment Yeah, you know and I think that is in us you know what I mean to be judgmental and it is the hardest thing to get rid of Yeah, and I mean, really, it's anything that you can judge about. So, I mean, I think I've gotten better, yes. but that is still my thing that I really am trying to work on. Yeah. When I catch myself doing it, I'm like, oh, mm, can't do that. You, you know, you know what? You, you bring up a good point because it's kind of our culture, even when we're being fun with each other or you're watching a comedian or something, they are making fun of other people. And I remember we went through this thing and Rachel would tease us because she'd say, you know, when you guys say you're not judging anymore when you're driving, all you do is judge and then say, I shouldn't have done that. You're still... You're no, no. She said it was, we would preface it with no judgment, oh, that's but right. that's right. <laughs> she said, all you guys are doing is just replacing it. And, and you know, it's, it's enlightening when a kid brings that to your attention uh, and is. they're learning from us. Sure. So, you know, and she's a teenager, but she's still learning from, you're always learning from other people. Right. Yeah, I agree. You know, you're either learning how to do worse or learning how to do better. Right. And I want to just learn how to do better. I want to learn to get all those, any anger or hate. I, I don't think I have the hate factor anymore, um, but I used to, you yeah. know, like if I, I was, I'm passionate about things. Sure. And if I'm passionate, sometimes it's like heated kind of sounding, right. you know, and I don't want it to be, I don't want to be like that. Right. So I'm trying to be more the kind of, not a pacifist because I'm very, you know, opinionated and strong. Sure. But I think it's good to be that way sometimes. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Well, I think it's really good to try to keep doing that self-reflection and self-evaluation that you say, because I don't, you say you have to do that, but I don't, I think a lot of people don't do it. No, I don't think we, I don't, we like to ignore the bad in us Yeah. or make excuses for it, but we like to puff up the good. Right. You know, well, so self-reflection is really important. It, re- it really is. And there's a fine line between um, self-judgment and beating yourself up yeah. and just do, putting yourself in check because you can either beat yourself up about everything. You can do, That's the, not good you can either. do yeah. the proper self-reflection or you can just not self-reflect and be arrogant or a pompous, as you call it. Yes. So, pompous, I that. that's I, my word. I, I, <laughs> I think I feel like I've evolved from beating myself up, which I still do sometimes, mm-hmm. but 
feel like I have largely evolved from that to a place where I try to think about what I did and could I do better. And it's hard sometimes if you struggle with being a way that you don't like and you keep doing it, it's hard not to be like, well, forget it. You are never going to change. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that saying, Uh, you know, I just am who I am. I used to say that like, and I, I still do say that because everybody has their, everybody has their personality, right? I love my personality. And if you don't like it, that's okay. I'm not going to change my personality for you, but I do want to change if I'm doing something that's mean or hurtful or, you know, it's, it's really bothersome to somebody. I, you know, I want to respect them too. So, I mean, I'm not going to change myself, but there's certain aspects about ourselves that we can can change. change. And I just, you know, and one of the things I think that's helped me with this is doing the podcast, meeting so many different people and hearing their stories and their yeah. journeys and different perspectives. That's made me just even want to self-reflect oh, more and that. be better. Oh, I love that it's doing yeah. that. There are so many sort of, uh, I call them collateral benefits that have come out of this. You know, it we really did it is. to get involved in the community. I also did it just for the tech on one yeah. level. And, uh, We've made so many connections that we have connected people with other people. We've grown our friend circle. Yeah, I feel more connected with the community. And I never really wanted to be a person that I'm going to this thing. I got to go to that. But now I love it. So it's yeah. very, very cool that we're getting all this benefit. You've evolved. And we're spending you know, time together being constructive. And it's, our, it's one of our things together. And we love doing it. It is. We uh, we went out to the Stardust Lounge last night. Angie surprised me. She gave me all these envelopes for Christmas. And I opened one every month. Uh, opened one yesterday. It was for bingo at the Stardust Lounge. Adult bingo. Adult bingo. So I, <laughs> I won't say any more about it, but I highly encourage you to check it check out. If you're looking out. for a date night, it is really fun. The lady's name is Blue that uh, does it out there. And she is a riot. But again, She's it's for funny. adults. It is definitely not for kids. But we had a great time. And as uh, we roll into the interview, I wanted to uh, sort of pre-intro Sarah. I know we intro her as we started, but yeah. she was such a great interview. She called in last week yep. with the funny story about the cats. Uh-huh. And uh, if you didn't hear last week's episode, if you want to go listen to the music at the end, I mixed it into that. And that was a really funny story about her going, her first paid gig as a photographer. But she came and sat down with us, talked to us about her professional photography business. Anyway, so it was a great interview. She was really cool and very fun to chat with about all that stuff. Yes, she was. So stick around and we'll be right back with the community call out. Hey guys, welcome back, and it's time now for our community call-out, and today we are joined in studio by Sarah Kearney. Sarah gets to capture smiles, milestones, unforgettable moments, and those special occasions for all of her clients. She takes creative, amazing photos, and she seems to be non-stop when it comes to working, which we can definitely relate to. She has a photography business... And we are so excited to talk about it today with you. Thanks for coming and joining Thanks us Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yes, you are, we are welcome in our studio. Yeah. I love it here. I want to say live, but it's not live. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell so you. It's live for us right now. It is. That's yeah, right. It is. Um, I am excited to meet with all of our friends and family and guests and businesses and charities and artists. 
but I am especially excited when it's something that I am personally very interested in. And I like to pretend I'm a photographer. He does. So I'm going to <laughs> really enjoy finding out. I feel like stuff. you are somewhat of a photographer. Uh, well, I love seeing you. all your pictures. Yeah, and I love that. all the videos you put together of oh, you and your you. kids. And yeah, He's very creative. Yeah, the canoeing or kayaking. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, He I, has a good eye for it, too. Yeah, but you, it's a different level. And we're going to talk about that, too. And I don't mean to kind of puff it up so much, but... Before we get into your work and your business, we like to ask our guests a little bit about themselves personally, so the audience kind of knows who you are, what you do, your family, whatever you want to share. Right. Well, I'm a mother. I have two boys. Bear is age 11 and Breeze is nine. Oh, that's a busy time. Yes. yes. You a are wife. a boy mom. I'm a boy mom. It is definitely <laughs> all boy at my house. Um, I know the feeling. I had two boys as well. <laughs> they, yeah, they're a lot. But, you know, now that they're bigger, I see that girls are a lot too. So Well, yes. I have one of each and I can tell you there are easier and more difficult things about both or either. Mm-hmm. However you want to look at that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I know. And now we're approaching those preteen, teen years. Oh, yes. Oh. Terrifying. When, when my kids would tell me, I'm a preteen, I would say, that's a bad word. We don't say that in my house. <laughs> we don't say that around here. I don't here. even want to think about it. <laughs> oh, boy. So are you, are you originally from here or? So I'm originally from Ohio. Oh, very cool. I grew up in Grove City, which is just south of Columbus. Nice. And when I graduated high school, which was in 1999, my mom wanted to move to Florida. Sure. And of course, as an 18-year-old, I was all about moving to Florida from yeah. Ohio. Beaches and Warm. sunshine, yeah. baby. No snow? Yeah. yeah, sign me up. I know. I grew up in Michigan, so, so I, I, I have, feel oh, like yeah. girl. <laughs> I have to ask, because I've been to Ohio like five times for the same reason. Did you ever go to Cedar Point? Oh, of course. Did you? Yes, yeah. obviously. It's, Cedar it's Point. amazing. Uh, Cedar it's, Point was to her what Disney is to, yes. in yes. Florida, really. And I mean, For those of you there. that don't know what Cedar Point is, it is the number one roller coaster park in the world, I believe. But they, last time I went, which was 10 years ago, they had like 18 coasters. So it is a very serious roller coaster park right on the water, yeah. right on Lake Erie. Yep, yep. Really cool place. Okay, so. When did you first discover your love of photography? Have you been doing this since you were? So as far as like my love for photography as a profession, it wasn't until after I had kids. Okay. Oh, okay. But, you know, growing up and throughout high school, I was definitely the friend that had the camera all the time. Oh, okay. It wasn't a nice camera. I would have a disposable camera sure. or one of my mom's cameras with the, the, the you know, basic 35 millimeter film. Right. So I always had the the photos printed and... Of hung up friends, in my room, whatever sure. you guys were doing. So yeah. you had an eye for it all the time. Did you take yes. like courses in school for it or you just So not in high school okay. and not not in college, but hmm. when I got the camera, which was in my husband got it for me right after my son was born, so December of 2008. Right. So we'll say like 2009, I started taking art classes at Creoldi in Winter Park. Oh nice. And they have um photography. I took two photography courses there. And then I took two Photoshop courses there. So that was just kind of for fun that you did it? Yes. And to figure out how to use the camera that my husband got me. Yeah. Because I'm the, like, I don't know what this is. And the apps to uh, Photoshop is, I, I love it. I use it, but I just tinker. 
for people yeah. like you that can really use it, it's really impressive. And there's so much more that I can't do in yeah. Photoshop. I mean, it, the there's possibilities so are endless. Oh, yeah, they really so are. Many tools in there. So when you uh, was there a moment as you were taking photos of your kids or your family where you're like, you know, I really want to do this professionally. I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I think just taking fo- good photos of the kids, and when people would say, "Oh man, that's a really great photo," do you think you would you take some pictures of my son at the park? Oh, that's or, a good sign. You know, people... and just like started turning into little things like that, and. Yeah. You know, eventually I was like, well, let's let's make a business out of this and see what happens. Yeah, that's uh, what I was going to ask. Did it start? Were you all in when you started it or was it like on the side? Did you still have a day job? How did it kind of? I still had a day job when I started it. OK, so I was doing both and I wasn't doing that many sessions, maybe like one a month, yeah. so maybe, two a mainly month. Mainly friends or family at that time. Little stuff like that. Starts, or right? I would go, you know, January to March when it's super slow. Normally, I wouldn't have any sessions, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day. Really? So was it just a matter of trying to, having a hard time um, investing a bunch of energy in the photography stuff because you're trying to do a day job at the same time? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't really have a ton of clients when you start out. Sure. It's a word of mouth. You don't have a ton of paying clients when you start out. Exactly. A lot of freebies. Yep. There's a lot of freebies. (laughs) I get it. And so then once they tell their friend, oh, you know, she's really great and she did our photos and she was really inexpensive. And so then that person's like, oh, so I heard you're really inexpensive. Oh, that's why they come. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, but that is the thing that you have to do is those friends and family sure. that you're kind of practicing on, you have to tell them, now don't go tell everybody that I'm free. Yeah. Like, yep. don't be spreading that. Don't tell Don't spread that. that rumor around town, okay? Because you do want to make a living at it. Yes, you know? it's true. And it, but, you know, if I hadn't, I mean, I needed to do all those free sessions. That's that true. was sure. like, that was my learning. Because right. more so than sitting in those photography courses at the, the art school, like, you know, they taught you the basics of what mode to turn your camera on, what dial to turn it to, and right. what each yeah. setting meant. But you have to actually go out. You have to sure. use it. Yeah. So did and you see get a real happens. that for that present that your husband got you? Was that a very fancy camera? My very first one. Mm-hmm. It was the least fancy of the DSLRs at the okay. time. But I mean, it was still really fancy. Yeah. It was different than what you were used yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was super fancy. It was the Canon Rebel XT. Oh yes, I know the Canon Rebel the series, Canon Rebel. and it's a great camera yeah. to learn on. Really, it's super great camera. There was a moment where I thought about getting a digital camera, Angie. You may remember, mm-hmm. but just because I like taking the photos, and the the cameras on like the iPhones are amazing now. Sarah, you and I've talked about. You know, I get all nerded out every time, but. The downside is the ability to control the zoom and the ability to control the focus is limited. It's getting better, but there's nothing like being able to just manually tighten in or put a different lens on and zoom way in. So that's why I was looking. I was looking at the Canon Rebel series, and I read the same thing that as a beginner – you can take some pretty good photos. Yeah. Um, when you get into the level of camera that you're using now, I think the downside to, for people like me is we don't know how to use it. I mean, yeah. you, you just you can open it and take pictures out of the box, but you're not going to get the quality that you're getting. Well, the basics are the same, though. Yeah. If you learn the Canon Rebel. Yeah. Base, you know, the basics yeah. are the same. The concept. For the most part. You just got to figure out what settings are in the camera differently. Yeah, and where they're located. Yeah, how to find the different things yeah, you want to change. different symbols and stuff like that of what it I, Well, I know enough to be dangerous about this. I know a little bit about like uh, aperture and lens size and all that kind of stuff, the rule of two-thirds, the right, basic right. stuff, but I don't know. You know, we've looked, and again, we're, I'm not trying to um, to overly puff this up, but we've looked at some of your photos as mm. we were even talking about, uh, maybe you doing some photos for us, 
and she is doing some photos for us, right? And um, but in <laughs> all in all seriousness, though, <laughs> not free, neither people, right? We're paying customers, okay? <laughs> but but in all seriousness, if we didn't know you, Angie and I talked about this. Even if we didn't know you, we were mm-hmm. looking at different photographers. We were like, wow, this is really oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, but yeah. I mean it. And it was um, it's a combination of creativity and props i guess they're props yeah. and uh just the shot the way the actual shot quality is so yeah. it's uh it's very impressive you definitely have uh you know found your niche thank you yeah. thank you so yeah that was i was going to ask what photos you mainly kind of take is children and families yeah that's my definitely my specialty i now i do do other things i do maternity sessions and i do newborn lifestyle um which is it's a newborn session but it's not I'm not going to get your baby naked. I'm not going to pose them in the the froggy yeah. pose with their hand, yeah. you know, their hands, head in their hands. Yeah. And the, they're going to be swaddled. They're going to yeah. be happy and comfortable. And your mom's going to be holding the baby. Dad's going to be holding the baby, the whole oh, nice. family together, yeah. things like that. Do you normally do that in like the hospital? I do that in my studio. In the studio. Yes. And I have in my studio, it's it's a um, natural light studio. So it's surrounded with windows. I love it. We have the, you know, white paint and the white bed in there. Mm-hmm. So it kind of resembles a bedroom. And Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Because I was going to ask about some of the locations that you shoot at because you have some pretty amazing locations. Yes. And I was going to ask <laughs> if there was one or something you prefer, like what was your favorite location or has been your favorite location or is there many? <laughs> so my favorite location is the beach. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What now? Why is that? Is it the background? Is it's, it the light? Is all it all of it? Of it? Yes. Okay. The lighting is so now not too early. I don't want to be there when it's super bright. <laughs> sure. I want to be yeah. there right around sunset. Yeah. Sunset. Okay. Sunset. Mm-hmm. And the go- the golden hour thing. Yeah. Is that what you're targeting? Yes. And really, like just as late as like the golden thirty minutes, preferably. Really, the, yeah. even that that thirty minutes before the last thirty minutes is a little too bright sometimes. See, you know what's uh, always entertaining to me about this is the photos turn out amazing, but it reminds me of like production crews from movies, and I watch a lot of actor interviews just because I'm, you know, it's entertaining to me, almost more so than the movie sometimes. But they talk about how production for certain scenes take forever because you have there's a small amount of time to film. And it takes, you know, three weeks to get a shot right because you don't have, you know, they yeah. want the real light. They're looking for that specific yeah. Yeah. time. And so I wondered about like the golden, because sometimes here we'll walk outside and it's gorgeous. And I don't know enough about the golden hour to know what it is, but I'm assuming that's it because it's, there's like a hue in the air yeah. that's orange. Yep. And I think like, I'm even trying to plan our, the time we get married. Around, around the perfect sun. Yeah, yeah. Me and Sarah have already talked and I'm like, okay, what time is sunset? Like... We want it right Sunrise, when that sunset. light is And there's no perfect. way to mimic that, really, is there? No. Wow. That's no. nature, baby. I know, just, but it seems she, like... She gives I mean, it to you. There, There is a way to mimic it by adding, you know, overlays into your photos through Photoshop. You sure. can add a fake sun or a fake sky. Yeah. Not but quite the same. it'd be much better with the natural no, lighting. No, but, you know, some photographers really do do that. They'll do specialty edits and... You know, they get less images delivered to their client in the gallery. They make it only 10 photos, but they're 10 photos that have been like heavily edited and they look good. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if you have somebody that takes 50 photos, there's no way they're going to Photoshop that sunset. Plus you have more options though for poses and angles and, you know, whatever it is. So you just did, um, you just had available sessions at Graham's the, the oh, peach yes, blossom the peach yes oh, out in Umatilla I bet that was amazing yeah it really they, was that was cool and that's the first time I've done that yeah. do peach blossoms are there flowers 
Or? Yeah, they're yeah. pink flowers. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're wow. almost like cherry blossoms. That's the first time that you've done uh-huh. there? Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't oh. even know we had a peach farm Isn't it year. crazy what we have in our backyard, though? Would I have mean, never guessed. Never would have guessed that. Um, and I saw that on your website, but then my friend Megan, who's a photographer as well in Lake County, she's like, you have got to check her out for your show. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. I know about them now because of Sarah's um, post about shooting there. What is the peach farm? It's a you-pick peach farm. So they have um, peach trees. They have orange trees. Mary is the owner. She does um, sunflower fields. Oh, I've seen those too. What's the name of that place? Graham's. 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 Okay, you said that. Graham's you-pick peaches is what it's called. And they have a Facebook yeah, I'm, all right. I'm, I will put a link I'm, in the show notes. I, I like it. I'm, oh, very cool. I'll put a link in the show notes for that yeah. one too. The owner is super sweet. Oh, really? I mean, she is all about getting photographers to come out there. She, every time yeah. I've been out there, she's asking what you know. What else would you like to see out here? She's going to do a wildflower field for us. And it, it probably a, brings more business to them and more, you know. Yeah, yeah. because so many of my clients them. didn't know about it. And they're yeah. like, oh, this is amazing. And we now can it's come a, back, yeah. pick the peaches in That's May. Right. Is it a limited, uh, I mean, I know, and this is the answer to this question is yes. So I guess I should ask, how limited is the window of time to capture the blossoms? Very it's limited. done now. It was like a two weeks maybe. Oh, so it's yeah. very short. So yeah. I wow. have an idea for you as well because we just interviewed um, Hugh and Lisa Kent that owned the King Grove blueberry. Organic Blueberry Farm oh, out of Eustis. And they get, you can get the blue hue off of... Off the blueberries. Off the blueberries. And I asked them about that if they rent space out or whatever. And she goes, well, there, it's not been a big, it's something yeah. they advertise, but... You could go out there and take But that would be there. so cute, yeah. the, the little kids picking blueberries. Oh, yes. yes. And they have a field of wildflowers out there, too, yes. certain times of year. They and do. she, the, the How photographers. How tall are they? I don't know. Oh, I did, they weren't there when we were there because no. it's only certain times of year. Maybe knee, knee high? Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm not sure, though. We'll yeah. have to reach out to There's them a spot see, I use in Deland for wildflowers. Oh, yeah. And cool. it is pretty, but they don't seed anymore. And mm. they're, they're just real sparse, real you low know, now. mid-calf. Yeah. Oh, well, that might be a good uh, replacement option yeah, for you. Yeah, so there. I've been looking for, and, you know, Marriott Graham said, you know, she's working on wildflowers, so we'll cool. find out how that goes this year. But Okay, so we should, um, we'll share information with yeah. you, um, for, yeah. uh, yes. you and Lisa, but they are super nice, yeah, super chill. Beautiful property out there. Beautiful property. And Eustis, too. And a little, that's closer than... Yeah, it's yeah. like towards downtown, but still, if you yeah. shoot down 44A, it's right down downtown. Downtown Eustis is really cute. Yes. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. A and lot even, of historic stuff. Oh, down and there. Mount Dora, that's a little farther away for you, but um, they're starting to get a lot of um, art up on the walls. Yes. Downtown. They're asking for artists yes, to paint I the walls. That. So I think I love that. You know, they're getting a little more, a little more modern down there, bringing, yep. you know, some things that are, you know, more like city like. Yeah. into their yeah. small little yeah. town. So I think that'll be really great. For, oh, yeah. Especially very. for photographers. Oh, my gosh. I love I love downtown Mount Dora and downtown Eustis and downtown Deland. Yes. All three great spots. So we talked about the type of cameras that you started with and kind of what you worked up to. What model is it, the camera that you use now? So now I have the Canon 5D Mark IV. Okay. I've heard of that one, too, with people like Peter McKinnon and all those guys I watch online that are big photographers and do their vlogs of while they're taking photography and stuff. Right. Did you, so you started back when you had like the inexpensive, you started professionally on digital. You never did film. Did, nope. Uh, professionally. Never did film professionally. Okay. I'm always curious about that because of course, you know me. Like the film developing yeah. and any yeah, of that Yeah, I would kind love to stuff. try it. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of resistance to the old school photographers moving from film to digital. Mm-hmm. And I think now it's just become 
that's the way of the world. Well, yeah, and you have to, unless you're developing your own film, you've got to wait forever to get your film back from wherever you, you know, mail it Uh, off to to be developed. And I wonder what draws people to that. Is it because it's more hands-on and is there a process where you can get some kind of, um, can you use a technique on film as far as the chemicals you use and stuff? I think now it's more of the... uh, the sort of, uh, what's the nostalgic. word? Yeah, that's it. I think now it's just nostalgia. I got a word right. Yeah. Woohoo. So I think, I think <laughs> really, you know, it's just the fun of doing it the old way. Yeah. Uh, for, and Sarah, you could probably answer this, but I don't see any visual benefit at all anymore, you know? Yeah. No, can, no. And you know, I think I, I had heard when digital was new that a lot of film photographers were worried about the memory cards. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's why they're like losing a corrupt card or something uh, like that. Backup. But, you know, there's been (laughs) plenty of times where film has been ruined. Sure. So I don't really know what the the safest way would be. I would think it's digital. I mean, I do read those horror stories once in a while, too, where I might gotten back from shooting a wedding and one of my SD cards wasn't reading. Yeah. Um, so do you have apps that you use? You talked about Photoshop. Do you have other apps that you use for editing photos? I mean, I know that I will, I'm not professional, of course, but I probably use without exaggerating, maybe, maybe 20 or 30, depending on what I want to do. Yeah. And some of them are really (laughs) impressive as well. As far as like so tired thinking about learning that many apps. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, you know, some of us, that's our sport. (laughs) That is his sport. That is your sport. That's funny. Yeah. No, so I I have three basic programs that I use. I use Photo Mechanic, which okay. is the program that basically will show me all my photos on the computer. Yeah. Directly from the memory card, and then I can select what I want to import. So you from don't there. have to wait for. And files I don't to... have to import a thousand files. Oh yeah, because yeah, you're true. not going to ever use. Yeah, all if of I'm, them. I'll narrow it down to how you know, depending on what it is. If it's a family session, I have 300 files. I'll narrow it down. Okay, these are the 70 I want you to import. Oh, okay. So you can actually look at them in their full quality with that app. Yes. Without having to. Oh, okay. and that's a great app. And yeah, no I doubt. just recently found that because that prior to cool. that, I was importing them directly through Lightworm Lightroom, which is uh, Adobe's Lightroom. Sure. What does Lightroom do? So in Lightroom, that's the next thing that I do after I have them imported. I pull them all into Lightroom and I do basic color corrections, brightening, darkening or, you know, know, taking out yellow or whatever it may be. Right. Basic things and cropping. And then after that's done, export them. Then I will open them in Photoshop. And start editing. I'm familiar with Lightroom. I use a little bit. I'm, I'm... Good enough to be dangerous. I don't understand the curves where you go and actually change things. I can use the presets. You right, know, right. You yes. guys are going in and adjusting yeah. specifics, and I don't know how to do that. Yeah, yeah. it is a lot. Every and the, the presets are scary too because yeah. you'll apply a preset and you think it looks kind of good, but then you see, oh my goodness, it's taken all of the orange out, or it's taken all of wanted. the yellow out. Yeah. Or, yeah. And this person's teeth look black now. Right. So, oh, it's weird. Oh, it, it reminds me of that photo I did of yeah. you, Angie. I look like I have a dead hand. It's, like, it's, I, have, it, I have to show you. It is an amazing photo. My hand. And I was able to brighten up these sections and fix the contrast. Yeah. And the whole photo looks amazing. We use it for marketing her, um, her uh, health and wellness business because yeah. she's jumping off a log into the river but she's like in midair and it's perfectly framed. There's no blur, Mm -hmm. but one hand, I don't know if it was in a shadow of a tree or something, but after all my effects and we noticed 
it's almost black. Her hand looks dead. <laughs> I have a dead hand. That's so, exactly what it is. Yeah. I look alive everywhere else, but just not that hand right there, buddy. But there's a trick to knowing. Yeah. I mean, it's some, something, something like you weird that it. happened. Yeah, right. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. So I'm always wondering about the apps, yeah. though, because I, I'm waiting for someone to tell me, someone that is a professionally, about an app I don't know about. Mm. So I, I'm about not going to be that person. <laughs> yeah, you know way more apps than I do. Well, I don't know. I never heard of Photo Mechanic. See? So, yeah, you, I do like do. photo mechanic. I'm gonna That's really that saved me a lot of time with my workflow. Sure. Just not importing and saves my computer. I of course. don't oh, import yeah. a thousand images. And Macs on hard drive space are they're yeah. famous for being super expensive for more hard drive space. Yeah. Do, you, do you work with a Mac? Yes. Okay. You make and I had happy. I had some more <laughs> put in on it. Some more hard drive space. Exactly. Wow. Oh, very nice. So it, I had like there was four things. A four slot. Oh, you're talking about uh, RAM, probably. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You had more RAM. That's what it was. Because it was slower. RAM speeds it, it up. Hard drive gives you more space to store. Yeah, okay. load this I, I needed both of those it. things. But yeah. can I tell you, I have had in a my save for later section at Amazon now for like three months, an external hard drive, like a high speed external hard drive for even for mine. And I've probably got, uh, I think I got 512 on my Mac. But, you know, if you're doing editing of video, my problem is... And I'm sure it's the same for you on um, as many photos as you edit. But if we get back from a trip and I import a bunch of 4K video, I can only edit one project at a time. So I have to get it completely done, export it, delete all the files. And it's so I imagine when you're dealing with all your clients and all your photos and everything, you either have to have these redundant hard drives or... Yeah, I could see why you may have added hard drive space I to your I have a Mac. ton of external hard drives. Yeah. So, and they to have just yeah. old things, you know, going back to 2008. Wow. Just they started, eight. pretty much, yeah. So, you do a lot of traveling for your business. Well. Or loca- to different locations. To different locations, yes. Yeah. Now, you're, this is your full-time job. Right. Correct. Um, do you, who helps you out with your business? I mean, in the beginning, we know it's probably family, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But do you have an assistant? I, you, I do have an assistant. And you Her have name a studio is Kelly. location too. So she and helps Yes. Okay. She'll help me. She helps primarily when I do the mini session events, you know, where I'm going to one location and having, you know, 15 clients all meet me there back to back. Okay. So yeah, then Kelly will help, come yeah. and she helps me, you know, keep keeps me on that 15 to 20 minute time block with each family, you know, greets the family, you know, takes the payment and sure. So you're doing the shots, but she's making sure you're everything. She's making making sure everything. And this is, she's doing everything. I'm just taking the photos. (laughs) This is when you're doing like the mini sessions at like the Christmas tree farm and you have the cool truck. Yes, exactly. Where do you find all that? I bought, we bought the truck. Really? We bought a 1963 red Chevy truck. Now, do you buy wow. this stuff for your business? So kind that, <laughs> I really wanted a red truck. I'd been trying to find a red truck to rent for photos for like six years. Wow. And so I could not question. find one. Does it run? Yeah. Oh, so it's a oh, running. Cool. So it's do you, running do you ever take it to locations for shots? All the time. That's oh, what wow. it's for. I, well, I yes. thought, here's what I pictured. I pictured it at her house in a spot where it never moves. Nobody moves. No, yeah. it moves. We drive it. it oh, moves. how cool is We that? have a fantastic man- mechanic and yeah. he... T- hooks us up, takes care of I've everything. Because I've seen the photos uh, on it, and I thought that you just have people coming to the, you know, truck. wherever it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, how cool is that? But you take it to like the the Christmas tree farm and yep, probably rent places. space there. And-, and there's a there's this gorgeous oak tree right by my house, which. I just drive it over to for random family sessions yeah. if somebody wants the truck. Oh, wow. That's great. So we rent cool. it out. We rent the truck out to 
local photographers that want to use it for their mini sessions. That's a great way to kind of pay, pay back for the truck. Yes. Right? Yeah. If there's some, you know, if there's something that needs to be fixed or something, my husband wants to upgrade or whatever, mm-hmm. it justifies it a little bit more when you yeah. make money off of it. Yeah, that is true. So speaking of which, what type of shots do you do? So I know you do, we talked about, you know, you do family. Do you do like sports teams or any of that kind of stuff? I do do a sports league, but it is just for a church that I'm associated with that so I do some other go-to. things. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. not my go-to. We well, It's a special thing that we do just for them. I gotcha. I will tell you that seeing your, your photos, it seems like it would be wasted on sports on yeah. just, you know, headshots or school shots yes. or sports shots yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that's a big job too. So oh, yeah. to do this, Oh, you're running around like Yeah, crazy. this sports league mm-hmm. that we just finished, it was a basketball league and there was like 160 kids. Oh my gosh. So oh between, gosh. you know, we were there three nights shooting the league and then editing that and printing it. Yeah. It's just yeah. I guess when you're doing sports and things like that, it's all about the pose because there's not really location. You're against a, you know, a backdrop. backdrop yeah. you know. So one of the things I'm always interested in is how you come up with your props or your sets. Like, is it just something you're inspired by? Yeah, usually. Or I'll see something that gives me inspiration, you know, online and kind of come up with another idea off of that idea. Yeah. Because did I see that, is it a VW bus or something that you're going to be doing soon? That one is totally cool. One of my friends found, one of my photographer friends found the VW bus. Really? Oh, how cool is that? Have you seen that? He's local. The uh, the guy that's renting it to me is actually local to you guys. He's here in a pop guy, I believe. What is he fully restored it or something? Or is yes, it, it's beautiful. Oh, wow. Oh, how cool is I that? I mean, just like a little beach scene outside. Of, there's so much you could do with so it. Much. You know? I know. Yeah. I'm thinking about renting renting it for a summer day. Also, that would be oh, really great. I need like a little water spot with no alligators. Well, if that's if that's a thing in Florida, uh, that's a beach is all I know of. I'm trying to think, does like, anyone where, have a pool that looks like a beach? <laughs> yeah, can I just drive it right up next to there? Yeah, that would. We'll have to keep our eyes out for that because a lot of the parks and stuff probably wouldn't let you do yeah. that. You know, yeah, but, like Gemini Springs has a gorgeous spot, but they, you know, you can't drive your a, a yeah, vehicle into yeah. there. Yeah, leave it in the parking lot. It's almost lot, like right? you need to find somebody that has a private spring. which yes. there is one in Seminole. Um, you know, Seminole Springs Elementary, there is a private spring near there somewhere, but I don't know who owns it or anything, but it's out in the woods and it's a private little spring. There's another one at Juniper that you can rent where the cabin is out there, but I don't know how far you can, how close you can get a vehicle to oh, the water yeah. out there. Yeah. Huh. There's a, to look into that. Well, that one's a hard one to rent though. Cause I found out, um, they put you in a lottery to actually rent this cabin oh, so because popular. that's how popular it is. You get your own private spring to actually oh, swim in. I think my friend Anne did photos of a family that was staying in that cabin. Oh, did that, she? Because yeah. she told me it was a lottery and they had waited a yeah. few years. Okay. Wow. It well, that's, is. we, uh, so we do Juniper Springs on kayaks often. Mm-hmm. And when you're t- getting towards the end, there's a little offshoot to the left that says, do not enter. And Trespassers you really want to go up in there. And so <laughs> we did some investigating and found out yep. that actually leads right into that private spring. That's what uh, that is. Okay. So, um, and you have an assistant, but I was wondering, do you ever have um, shadowing opportunities? Like, if somebody you know wants to become a photographer, or younger kid, right? Like, right. Have you ever done anything like I that? I have not done anything like that. No, I do see it happening a lot. Mentorships and yeah. it seems to me that it would also get in the way of your business if you're trying to get stuff done. But you know. yeah. I've thought of doing, well, I don't like know if you've observation seen, that they're kind of, yeah, doing, just watching you know? what you're doing oh, okay. and whatnot. 
Yeah, if, if if a photography student or somebody, you know, wanted to come shadow, that would, you know, I would totally be open to that. Oh, I don't awesome. know about sort of like mentoring someone wanting to be a photographer. Yeah. But just watching the process would be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it is something they would actually want to do. Yeah. Because a lot, sometimes you get in there and be like, oh, you got to wrangle these kids. Yeah, or, yeah, they might get in there and <laughs> be like, oh, this is not for me. This lady's got six <laughs> kids. I'm trying to wrangle them all to make them smile. I mean, yeah, I don't think I can deal with this very well. <laughs> <laughs> so you talk about that VW bug, which by the way, um, just sort of a side note, but I go to a big tech conference every year in Vegas, the big Autodesk uh, university convention, and there is a new electric version of the Volkswagen van coming oh. out and it looks like the old one, oh, yeah, but it's got like all these LEDs in it and it's really neat. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's very much inspired by the classic. Right, van. right. So that's a, like a that's timeless cool. style. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Do you have other props or other equipment or other locations that you're thinking about tinkering with or experimenting with? No, I mean, I've got so many locations that I yeah. use and I kind of just go, I list all of my locations to you know, the in- inquiring client, Sure. Mm-hmm. depending on if it's a senior session, yeah. you know, senior high school boy, gotcha. he's not going to want to do the beach typically. Or the peach blossoms, probably. No, he's going to want to do something a little cooler, maybe right. a downtown setting or railroads. Oh, I can see same, that. You know, that sounds like that seems to be a popular one, like, you know, the kind of more... Um, urban exactly kind of they, do yes. like the urban. Yeah. they like the buildings yeah my cool kids buildings and yeah. ladders and sure. you know the neat alleyways yeah, yeah. brick that's more so, exciting so everything yeah. looks like an album cover kind right of. Yeah. basically <laughs> yes <laughs> okay so i'm gonna put you on the spot here but can you give any quick tips for those would-be photographers out there like me just maybe two or three or five basic things that you know, if you're just getting started, just thinking about getting a camera, maybe which camera is a good start, maybe like Can Rebel we talked about, or certain times of day. Right. I would say, I mean, definitely the Canon Rebel or the equivalent Nikon, whatever the the equivalent Nikon model would be of the Canon Rebel. I couldn't tell you what it is, but right. is either that, of like those. brand uh, uh, For you, is that more of just being dedicated to a certain brand or just what you've always known? Well, it's what I was originally given, the Canon, and mm-hmm. you know my ability to learn new things <laughs> tech-wise. So Yeah, I don't know, I'm though. sticking with this. You're learning the software, though, you know? This is true. We this talked about you, you're learning the settings of the camera that you upgraded to. To me, that is incredibly complex. So, yeah. you know, other tips maybe um i would say definitely if you want to learn how to take good photos just put the camera on manual and go out and take oh, that's a good photos one. yeah and learn you know learn about the three little things that you need to adjust when you're taking photos the shutter speed the aperture or the iso yes if you need more light you can increase that iso number which is typically set to auto on everyone's camera right yeah. But if you just raise that number up to 400 or 800, you'll get more light. Wow. That's interesting because even some of the little cameras I bought, like that little gimbal camera, Mm -hmm. um, I struggled and then I would read all these articles that say, turn the ISO up and I never did, but that's what that was for. Yep. It's it. It's based. Those are the three things I'm going to control during a session. So So that just just lets more light into the picture. Natural light. Yeah. Or if you've got a kid that is like rapid jumping and, you know, being crazy and you want to try to get his photos, but he's super fast, you're going to have to raise your shutter. So now you've got to kind of figure out a way to get more light in because you've raised your shutter so much. Right. So you can either take your aperture all the way to like 1.8 right. and be wide open mm-hmm. or you can mess with your ISO and to get tighten, some yeah. more light that way. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Very interesting. And I think um, the different 
that's another one. It's a different environments, different speeds of what you're filming or taking pictures of. And we're all very much uh, phone photographers these days. But even so, yes. if something's going too fast, yeah, you know, it comes out blurry. Blur. And you, you, I'm not aware of a way to change that for the most part on a phone. So you'd have to have a, you'd have yeah. to have a real camera for that. Yeah. I don't know how to change that and on that, a phone. Yeah. yeah. And really, what do we need that for? What do you mean? Like us personally, because we don't have little kids running around there. And then, well, pretty soon we will. And pretty soon you will. I have a grandchild. <gasps> How many pictures do you think I'm going to take of that little dog? About a thousand. Oh, a dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're yeah. fast. Dogs are yeah, fast. They are fast. The little ones are fast. I'll be calling Sarah again and asking about that ISO <laughs> setting. No, you know what we're probably to be doing is taking our doggy to get its pictures taken. Oh, we're going to be those people. You realize that. Probably so. <laughs> we need a family session. It'll be me, Dan, and the dog. People will be asking Sarah, do you do pets? No, just for this one couple I know. One of my <laughs> favorite pets. families brought five dogs to their photo session once. Oh, did they really? And they're, one of my favorite families, I've been doing their photos since the very beginning of, yeah. of my business. And I, a couple of the dogs didn't get along. You know, oh, they, they no. weren't really allowed around each other. So they got a couple dogs out and onto the blanket where we were going to pose everybody. Then the dad <laughs> went back to get these other ones. And then we get all the dogs on the blanket. Oh, and then gosh. the two of them, you know, Going start. Oh, yeah. Did you get those and shots, so, though? No, Rob, you know, the dad's like, I'm, we're putting these these two <laughs> back. Done. And yeah, we'll, what, we'll leave the, the other ones. But these ones are not making the Christmas card this year. <laughs> these are all dogs in the same family now anyway at home? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's going to be a chaotic house with two dogs that don't get along in the same yeah. house. Yes. Wow. They do like um, the uh, fly dog competitions. What's that? Is that where the they jump fris- off the, the frisbee? Yeah. And- oh, yes. Those are cool. So, so like they train, yeah, they yeah. train these dogs to do that. Oh, very cool. High energy jo- do- dogs. Yeah, they high were high energy, energy dogs. Yeah. They had brought them in the van and I'm sure they were all just ready to get out of the oh, van after yeah. their drive to picture day. So you know what you reminded <laughs> me of? And I'm pretty good at doing this, but when my kids were little and if it was like family and my uh, nieces and nephews are together like at Christmas years ago, that's where I first learned how to use Photoshop because... I was one of these people that bought a digital camera like when my son was born. It was like 2003. It's like a $1,000 camera that's like half a megapixel and <laughs> you know, and it's and it's, it's as it's one. literally as thick as the cameras are wide now or wide as so you know, if you're looking down the top of it, it's is the size of a brick. Right. And uh but I would notice like I go to take a picture of the group and somebody looked away. So I learned to just get all the kids together, take six or seven pictures, then go into Photoshop and move the faces of all the ones where they're looking at the camera into the same photo. So it's it's a moment that never really existed. <laughs> all day long. All yeah. day long. That's yeah. my life. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, shake your head up and down like, yep, stand. How am I to merge these pictures together? Right. But really? it only works if you've got them in like the same position. Yeah, Otherwise, they got to be in the same pose. They have yeah. to be at the same angle. Right. You can't have one kid turn to the left and smiling, but sure. then the great photo is is him turned to the right, right. trying yeah. to add his head there. It's not going to work. Right. But it's funny because a lot of these ultimately awesome pictures of you know a group of kids together are moments that never really existed right. you had to take all the good faces and put them together so they were all there but everyone was <laughs> yelling right. at the kids individually yeah. to get them all to smile uh-huh. at the camera uh-huh. oh that reminds me of your nephew uh oh, lucas who you can't get him to look at the camera no. so you had to trick him about something yeah and i'm i'm always ready just to soon as he looks uh-huh. so the, yeah. you know the moment comes oh yeah he will not he's a very difficult child when it comes to that <laughs> i don't know why he's like a handsome kid like come on how he old just, is he a l- 10 oh yeah that's yeah. a that's 
it's that age. He just Moving doesn't want to take a picture. Time. He's like, like, come on, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done yeah. with this. Yeah. Like, my oldest doesn't want to take pictures yeah. either. Uh, well, remember when we were kids and you had to wait, like your parents would mail off the film and then you would yeah. wait two weeks to even find out if you were looking at the camera. Uh-huh. And there was one shot because film was expensive. So they're not taking 14 pictures <laughs> in the same group. No. There's no head swaps. Right. You better be looking. <laughs> so he is obviously the photographer in our family. So everywhere we go. There's pictures. Pictures. Lots. I don't even take pictures anymore. So I don't even have any in my phone, barely. It's always you taking yep. the pictures. Because you do take the better pictures. Yeah, well, I don't lie. know about that, but I'm never but in it. does take 14. Yeah. He makes great. his pose. No, wait, get back there. Turn, go to the left. Yeah. I love make it. Do that. Make sure but, it's a good one. But we always have good pictures. I'm never sure. in them, though. That's the bummer of being a photographer. Yeah. No, I know how you feel. Well, now with the settings on the phones, you can, you know, well, he has the watch too, you know, you can actually. Oh, so you can what? Set up your yeah. Yeah, camera. This is built in. I'll show you after the show, but you can just open the camera app and it pulls up the camera on your phone yeah. and then you hit the we'll button. actually take a picture of it and he'll use that yeah so, that so that's pretty nice it's Amazing. pretty cool timer. technology yeah. baby yeah so as you know sarah um we started the podcast with the intent of getting more involved in the community and just you know trying to hold ourselves accountable for supporting others in the community um nonprofits. Small business. Small business, whatever. I Charities. Can't get, can't get my brain working right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, is there any organizations that you're involved with you either give your, your time, your resources to that you maybe like to chat about? Um, I volunteer the Night to Shine every year. I don't know if you guys have heard of that event. No. The Tim Tebow's Night to Shine. The, Night to Shine. It's like a prom experience for children with special oh. needs. Oh, very Oh, I cool. love that. It's very really amazing. Neat. It's It's all over the world. It's not just... You know, not just it's local. not not just local, not just in the United States. It's all over the world. Wow! And, and it's, Gosh, they, I wish I could remember exactly how many churches, but maybe like a hundred and seventy. And and it's it, like that a, is cool. Just for clarity, so it's like an event that they get to come to, like Dress the dance up. and the oh, music. Yeah. It's and like the, a prom, and they get photos and all that. Yep, photos, dancing. They have they have dinner there for them. Oh, they wow. get to walk down the red carpet. God, that oh, I is love amazing. that. And there's like paparazzi set up on both sides. You know, all the all the volunteers from the church or the community yeah. are there, yeah. and they're snapping photos with their cell phones as they walk down the red carpet. So it's a, just a bunch oh, of flashes, cool. just, yeah, a bunch yeah. of flashes, cool. and oh, they're we'll all cheering. To, we'll have to look that up and put. Um, a, a link, link to it as well. Yeah, when do definitely. they normally oh, do that? Yes. Right around prom time every February, year? February. I think it's the second Friday in February every year. So it's year. like around Valentine's Day. Yeah. Maybe. So it just happened. It just happened. Oh, yeah. Wow. We'll look that up. I definitely want to look really that up. I'd love, cool. to, I'd love to go to one of those. Oh, you, could, you should cool. volunteer. So yeah, they have all I mean. these volunteers and you can yeah. be like a buddy, which is, it's, they, it's very specifically not their date but right. you are basically their person that whole sure. night yeah so you you know you walk down the red carpet with them you take them to you know all the places like you're at their escort kind you're of they're showing them where to oh, go and they they refer fun. to them as vips so you're you would be the buddy and they would be your vip that oh, is really it. cool oh, oh we have to, to do that next yeah, year for sure. that's pretty cool where is they um, dance more than any wedding i've ever been to yeah. well it's we'll be just, right out there we love it yeah, they love it. It's like the best night of their life. It's oh, amazing. I love that. that is really That's cool. Thing they do, they have limos. So oh, they have wow. like people, they bring the limo, you know, everybody's donating their of course, sure. services and whatnot. But they, so they get to go on a limo ride. Dresses and tuxedos yep. are donated. Oh, I imagine Hair and get... makeup. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you probably get they some great like shots. They have like a little uh, booty, beauty, um, 
area so that when they arrive, they can go in and get their hair done and their makeup and um, the, the guys can get their shoes shined. And oh, wow. That's it's great. a whole Oh, my gosh. Thing. We are going to get involved with that next year. Well, I, I got to put that some, on the calendar. I bet yeah. you get some great shots at that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Do, do your kids get involved with you? Yeah. No, they don't. They have to be, I think, eighth grade to volunteer. Oh, okay. okay. So maybe they will. Yeah, maybe in a little bit, a few years, they could get involved. I think it's very important for us to get our kids involved. I wish I would have done that a little more with my kids when they were younger. We did some things, but it wasn't consistent enough to kind of have them carry that over into their adult life. Right, right. And I think a lot of us don't even do it until we're adults because we start, you know, seeing the world a different way. Sure. And that's when we get more involved. But I think it's important. Yeah, I agree. Teach our kids to do that. Um, Yeah. So as we're wrapping up, how do people find you? So they can find me on my website, which is www.sarahkearneyphotography.com. Awesome. And I'll put a link in the show notes. So if you're listening on whatever device, you can just scroll down and click on it to get to Sarah's website. You do social media as well? Facebook is my go-to. That's how you get a hold of her. Yeah, oh, it sister. is okay. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, that that is. And of course, because I can keep everything straight if if it's messaged in there in one spot. Yeah, it's but all I'm you know I'm yeah. messaging on Instagram. I'm in the email and the text, and yeah. I know I try to get everybody to email me because then I can look in one spot and go back and forth and say, okay, who have I scheduled? Okay, I emailed that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. in one spot. And well, I then even, you have something scheduled tomorrow, and you're like, okay, Mary, let me pull Mary up and where did I talk to Mary? Did exactly. I email? Yes. I don't know. What am I supposed to bring? Where am I going? Yes. But I did start a spreadsheet and have been keeping notes in there, and because some people only communicate through Facebook Messenger, yes. so I've had to kind of keep a little track on the side how i'm communicating now i will notate my calendar with that now so (laughs) i'll say mary session facebook message yeah Yeah. so i'll know where to go find my details yeah (laughs) so talking to a person here that lives in meetings and and setting up meetings Mm -hmm. i live my life in microsoft outlook so i just whenever someone says hey we're doing that i jump into the calendar and have to manually add it all in because i will double book over book forget to book and if i you'll say hey why didn't you show up for that thing and i don't know what you're talking about. So I can relate to having to uh, have a consolidated place to keep. Yeah. It has to be on my iPhone calendar or I'm not doing it. Right. Yeah. I'm not showing up there. But the nice thing (laughs) about 100% not going. (laughs) But you know what I love about that though is someone can say, Hey, next February 3rd. And you can tell right now I can tell you whether or not, uh, it's open or not. Yeah. No, yeah. I already did that with her because we rescheduled our wedding because yes. I think I don't know if I told you, but I'm having the surgery. So yes, it's just going to be chaotic. And I, I want to be, be able worried. to walk. I yeah. want to be able to walk, not limp right. around <laughs> just in case. Sure. I think it will. I'll be OK, but we're yeah. just going to push it just off. Just so you don't stress. But about I did. It. I'm like, oh, I hate to do this, but can we? book you for next year the same day same date <laughs> better and catch it now she's got it yeah. in that calendar yeah. it's like yep. i'm wide open <laughs> oh i love yeah. that i love it but um, you're so busy how far yeah. out are you booked like, so for fall i'm usually fully booked through christmas by july i would say oh wow oh, so wow. if you yeah if you check her website out and you want to get something booked better do it now you better do it now <laughs> all my all my fall and christmas stuff gets posted usually christmas in july yeah. get it posted mm-hmm. and then it's full yeah. Oh, wow. So you're back to back to back to back yeah. when it comes around that time of year. And on your Instagram, do you typically put like examples of your, some of your photography on there? Yeah. Oh, I figured. Yeah. Okay. So I do post, I do post on Instagram. I'm not as good on Instagram as I am on Facebook. Right. But I do Same. make an effort to post on there. Yeah. My, at least my current work. Very nice. All yeah. right. All right. Well, thanks for coming and sitting yeah, with us. Yeah. Thanks this for was having great. me. It was, was fun. It? 
Was it fun? I loved yes, it. Yes, that's what we like. <laughs> those are the those are that is the word we are looking for when people come on the show. Did well, you have fun? Yeah, like that's what we want. And hopefully, we'll help drive some people towards you. Yes, and yeah. We'd love to get you in contact with the folks again over at uh, King Grove. Yes, and, I want to uh, meet them. I think that would be really yeah. cool. I think that'd yeah. be a great opportunity for them and for you for I, them I to bring more awareness to and to what get they more do. photographers that might want to come out. Yeah, and yeah. Use it. And they are they're very very cool people. So I yeah. think. I think it would be a nice, uh, yeah, nice connection cool. there. All right. I yeah. just, I just Love whistled it. like I've been was talking about. <laughs> and we'll, we'll also keep our ear out, like when we have find somebody that has something cool, some kind of cool prop or something, yeah. to send that your way because because I need it. Always neat things. Yeah, or property. <laughs> Sometimes I'll drive past a place and I'll be like, "Wow, look I at that!" Know. You know, that kind of stuff. I think that too. I'm like, yeah. can I stop right now? But just nobody's here for me to take knock that on photo. Door. Leave, a, leave a note. Leave a note. I hey, can re- I can relate it. to the photography eye because every time I get a new iPhone, I tell Angie, you don't have to come with me, but I need like a day of biking because I'm going to stop every 10 minutes and take try it at different things. So it's relatable. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right, guys, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the information station. Hey guys, it's Jamie Ingle of The Right Ingle, and you're listening to It's All Fine and Dangy. Hey guys, welcome back, and we hope you enjoyed that interview with Sarah, uh, and you enjoyed those tips that she kind of gave to the, uh, you know, wannabe photographers like me, or people that are trying to get into it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Very interesting to me. She's Um, had a very successful business, that's very awesome. She really has, and I think it's well-deserved. And... Along the lines of that, or in the spirit of, you know, learning photography, I hate to exclude our Android listeners because I know that the Android phones are great. I just don't know them really. And Oh, when I pick one up, it's like foreign. I know. I mean, I kind of <laughs> know them and I think they're cool. I'm I just, like, I don't know how to work this thing. <laughs> right. I don't know how to do, I don't really know how to work it either, but I did want to connect some of my passion, which is the techie stuff mm-hmm. with the topic this week. And that's really iPhone photography tips because it seems like every time I'm playing with an iPhone or an iPad in front of someone, they're like, I don't know, you could do that. I know. So all the things you pay for. I still for, learn stuff from yeah. you. <laughs> but it, there's a lot of things that sort of make it easier and faster and everything else. Oh, this is going to be some good tips for it, people. It really is. So one of the things that the newer iPhones will do, and I think the new, uh, the new Android phones do the same thing, is there's a portrait mode where it's got like a dual camera lens. You can take mm-hmm. it portrait mode and it blurs out everything in the background. I recently found an app that will do this for you. It's called Focus, F-O-C-O-S. I believe it's on all the platforms, but you can take any picture, drop it in there, and it will automatically do the same thing and give you that effect. So you don't have to buy the newest, latest oh, iPhone that's awesome. to get one of those features that everyone talks about. That, now, some of these are kind of silly. But Apple doesn't want people to know that. Yeah, probably, you know? Not, probably not. But a <laughs> They're lot of, not a sponsor, so it's okay. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people don't know that you can actually use the volume buttons on your iPhone to take photos. So if you got the camera app open, you can use the volume button to snap a picture. Oh, so you don't have to try to stretch your hand all the way down to the exactly. spot where you take the picture. <laughs> but but you don't. And here's the other thing that's very cool. The headphones that come with your iPhone, uh-huh. the, there's a um, there's a little clicky thing on the cord that yeah. you choose for pause. And, you know, we use the AirPods. We don't really have those anymore. But any of those that you have, 
if you open the camera app, you can use that to take a photo. So you could prop your your phone up somewhere oh. and you can click that little thing on the headphones. If you have the camera app open, it'll take a photo. You keep it plugged into the, oh, okay. Yeah, so you keep so it you got to be in a range. But it's, you know, it's probably three feet, maybe two feet oh, long, cool. but you can do like a, you can prop it up and do like a selfie with a yeah. group or whatever. And so. Well, you use your watch all the time to take pictures when we're at like. Um, I do, yes. Interviews and stuff. Yep. And so that's the other thing I was going to mention is if you have an Apple watch, I notice with our guests at the end of every interview, when we say, hey, we're going to get a photo with you, we prop up a little selfie stick or a yeah. tripod or something, and I put my phone on it, and then I open my watch, and they're all like, wow, what kind of technology? Meanwhile, they have an Apple watch uh-huh. on, and they have an iPhone. They just don't know I'm, it can do it. I'm like, it's literally on your phone. All you do is, and it seems to work a little better, if you open the camera app first on mm-hmm. your phone. It'll do it for you. But if you open the camera app, you get it all set up how you want, then open the camera app on your Apple watch yeah. and it will show you on your watch, the viewfinder of the phone. So you can see if you're in the shot yeah. and then you can push, take photo on your watch and it'll do it on yeah. the phone. And it has a countdown too. Yeah. You can yeah. do three seconds or 10 seconds. Yeah. So it's uh anyway, that's a really, it useful makes it one. very handy. That's for sure. Don't have to ask anybody to take your picture or run over and sit down real fast and have the weird face. Yep, That's true. <laughs> so anyway, and then I'm going to talk about a couple of apps that I think are really, really good. We use some of these for a promotional material, but if you're interested in doing very quick and easy photo edits that look professional, Photoshop express is free on iPhone and Android phones. It's a really, really good one. There is another app on the iPhone. I'm not sure if it's out for Android, but it's called Gemini. And what it will do is it'll go through your camera roll and it will notice that you have six pictures that are almost the same picture. And it will use AI to detect which one it thinks is the best, the most clear, everyone's looking. And it gives you the option so it doesn't just do it but it will clean up your camera roll so you don't oh, have a wow. million photos of the same photo. That is, what's that called? Gemini? It's called Gemini. That's really cool. Yeah, I think so too. You know, I have to get a new chair because this thing squeaks so every time I move we in it. We need to put some WD-40 on it. Yeah, WD-40 everything. Um, <laughs> but also, here's a couple other quick tips for the iPhone photographers because this I don't I don't think works on the uh on the other phones. But whenever you go to take a picture on your iPhone, and this goes back as far as I can remember with iPhones, but if you touch the screen right where the thing is that you're trying to focus on, it will lock focus on that. So if you hold your finger down for a second, you'll see a little square like vibrate and it will lock focus on whatever it is you're trying to take a photo of. So if you move around a little bit, it stays there. It still stays focused on the person or the plant or the animal that you're trying to get a clear shot of, basically. That's exactly right. That's how you get those real pretty pictures of like flowers and stuff. Exactly. And then of course there's the things like there are uh, companies like there's one called moment. They make phone cases for iPhone and for Android phones and they make lenses that screw into the cases. Oh, I have seen those. I've actually checked those out for you before, but then you said, "Eh, I don't know if I'd really want that. Yeah. Well, I'm such a nerd for the, you know, I buy the new phone every Uh year and it keeps getting better and better. You'd have to uh, upgrade every year. That's the problem, right? Mm -hmm. Because I would have the case and then I'd have to buy another case and. Um, but anyways, the, uh, those were kind of the, the, the basic sort of apps and tips that I yeah. use for iPhone photography. And I, I really enjoy it. And sometimes the photos come out pretty amazing. I, I actually showed, uh, Sarah, some of the photos yeah. and she gets, uh, she doesn't really get mad at me, but she sort of teases me because <laughs> I will send her the pictures <laughs> I've taken of my new phone. And then she goes out and buys the phone. She's like, great. Now I have to buy <laughs> the new phone. So That's, that is funny. Well, you know, she was talking about some of the apps that she uses for, um, 
photoshopping. Yes. Right? Uh, or cleaning pictures up. Cleaning like Lightroom pictures up because her pictures are beautiful. They really are. You have to know what you're doing when you're using them on a computer. On a, The thing about using them on any smartphone, because Lightroom is on the phone as well. Yeah. It's a lot easier to use because it's got the big preset things. When you get on a computer and start messing around, it's kind of like Photoshop. You, you really a need to know what you're doing. A lot of little details. But she has, um, I was just looking at her post, and since she's been on the show, she has um, a new photo shoot that she's offering. And oh, really? this is so cute. Oh my gosh, you guys have to check out Sarah Kearney Photography. We'll put a link. Of course, there will be a link because she's we interviewed with her. Right. Um, but she's doing Enchanted Unicorn mini photo sessions. Oh, nice. And she has these beautiful dresses and like floral headpieces and tiaras for little girls to wear. Oh, nice. And then she's going to have it at this location where they are going to have a pony there that's got like a unicorn. Like a horn? Yeah, like a unicorn horn. Wow. And then she's also has like a, uh, one of those little wooden swings in a big um, oak tree in like this uh, just beautiful scenery oh, with like wow. flowers on it. So any little girls who want like a prince, a fairy princess um, photo shoot, oh my gosh, the pictures are amazing. And the dresses, I don't know. There's a name brand of the dresses dresses for the little girls. They're gorgeous. Oh, she's got those for them. She to like, has like all costumes. that for them to wear oh, wow. and have the photo session. That is she's cool. booking now, and I think she's almost booked up. So, oh, so get out there and book. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, it is it is really cool. If I oh, had a granddaughter, great. not yet, but it's well, coming. Clock is ticking. Then I'll be spending lots of money on photos. <laughs> <laughs> but um, her photos are worth it. I'm telling you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I love you. that. And then I wanted to give a shout out, too, because um, our friend Jennifer Court, who's been on the show before, right. um, she she posted the other day about a cool little boutique she found here in Apopka. And I'm like, there ain't no boutiques in Apopka. And then today I was getting my oil changed, and I noticed it out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> And I'm like, it's like right next door to where I'm getting my oil changed. So I went and checked it out. Um, the owner was there and she was so nice, kind of walked me around the store and um, told me what it was all about. And I believe her name was Shanta, which is a really cool name. So I don't think I could have forgotten it. Nice. But I talked to her about being on the show, but the clothes are just so cool there. Yeah. You know, I don't like shopping. Right. And when I can go in, there's not a lot to choose from, but it's all stylish. I'm like, oh, these people know what they're doing. Okay. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm not like a very fashion forward person. Yeah. I need somebody else to do the work for me, sure. you know, but it's a cute little boutique. Um, it's called Wind Styles Boutique. And I'll put a link in the show notes to it because I think if you're looking for some cute clothes this is the place to go and oh, support cool. local people no doubt well let's get them on the show yes and then i want to do a couple quick plugs before we kind of wrap up the show here but don't forget that march 1st through march 8th is the week i have a paint out at week i have an island it is yes. such a really cool thing we gotta pick a day to go probably one day during the week but it's really cool and uh artists local artists are out there artists come from all over out there yeah they pick a spot they paint some of the nature and you can buy the paintings right then and there super cool i think the last night they do like a gala almost oh, where you they? can purchase tickets and they there's food and drinks oh, and a nice. um, bunch of stuff like that and anyway that's going to be 
fun to check out. Yeah, We've never been be. to that before. I know. I can't believe it. We miss a lot of things at Wakaiva Island. It's like it's always on a date where something's going on. It's hard but, to keep up but with we're, all of it. Yeah, they, that's the thing. They have so much stuff going on down there. They are constantly keeping... Um, keeping their calendar full of events. There's always some entertainment down there. So, you know, we were talking about, um, I just wanted to share this quote and I just thought we could end the show, you know, or end the information station with this. It says it's by Andy Warhol. Yep. And it said, the best thing about a picture is that it never changes even when the people in it do. Oh, that's great. I thought that was a cool little quote to kind of go with our week. It really does. Well, that's a perfect way to wrap up. And we want to remind you guys, you can always call us at 407-490-3899. And, uh, you know, let us know if you want to be on the show. If you have a recommendation for someone on the show, you want to leave a voicemail about an episode you heard, or you just want to say hi, whatever you want to do. If you're okay with us airing the uh, voicemail on the air, just let us know that in the message. And I'll clip that part out when I put it on the air. Yeah. And, and you can also find us on social media, Fine and Danji. We're pretty easy to find. Just remember how to spell Danji, D-A-N-J-E-E. That's did right. Did you like my like uh, commentator voice there? I did. That was great. <laughs> and we definitely, if you like the show, please take time to rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Yes, yes. We would love you to like our Facebook page. Yes, we would. And we have um, friendly competition with ourselves right yeah, now. With our other pages. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, uh, as Angie pointed out, the uh, the reviews definitely help us. And although we are so thankful because we are continuing to see our downloads increase every week, week over week, they just keep increasing, but we're not getting uh, more reviews or uh, ratings and that would really really help us so if you enjoy the show please jump out you can put three words love the show yeah i mean yeah. you don't really have to write anything there's no yeah. requirement there but it really does help us also you can email us anytime at feedback at fineanddangy.com yes and we are currently booking for out in july and beyond so if you are interested in being on the show definitely reach out to us or if you know someone that would be interested yes we love it, to support even though we're booked out to july every once in a while if there is a very specific event that we really want to help drive awareness we'll do a special episode yeah. we did it with the alumni association but generally speaking if it's for your business or charity or something like that if it's an event that's coming up before that give us a call and we'll talk about it and see yeah, what we can do the least we can do is just talk about it yeah right yeah absolutely right Anyway, just remember every Thursday there's a new episode. We haven't missed a Thursday yet, so it's rain or shine. And uh, just remember, at the end of the day, it's It's all all fine and dandy. (laughs) Really hard. (laughs) All right, here we go. Hey guys, welcome back, and now it's time for Al Camino. Al? I'm putting all these in the music at the end, so listen for it. Stick around, and we'll be right back with the information. Nope. Carl. Right.